Welcome to Business for Language Professionals, the podcast dedicated to helping language coaches make a great living doing something they love and enjoy a great work-life balance as a result. Your host is yours truly, me, Natalie Dannel, and I've been a language coach myself for the last 20 years. In that time, I've had plenty of ups and downs, and I'll give it all to you. The successes and failures, quick wins and slow burns, for better or for worse, ours is a great industry that I'm proud to be part of, and I hope the podcast can help you get more language customers, make more income, and enjoy your life even more. Hi everyone, hope you're well. Today, I wanted to have a little chat with you about branding. Now, as some of you may know, I run a a mastermind for language professionals. And last month, our business talk was all about building a professional business brand. And some incredible stuff and and breakthrough came out of that session, which really prompted me um, to record this podcast today. And I hope that you will find it helpful. So, In my years of um, being a language professional and helping others to um, set up or grow their language business, something that I've realized is that for many, brand is just completely overlooked. It's not something that they pay attention to. So I've kind of questioned why. I think that there are a couple of reasons that um, are coming out as I believe um, the, the, the two um, main obstacles as to why people even um, either, sorry, overlook it or just, you know, kind of choose to ignore for the time being. I think the first thing is that when we talk about brand or branding, we see large corporates, we see Pepsi, we see Apple, we see Microsoft. So we feel that, um, you know, spending time and money on branding is just not for us. We run small businesses. um, That's not needed for the time being. I think the other element is probably a lack of confidence, um, a bit of self-esteem, but also um, isn't the imposter syndrome sitting around um, in that instance, you know, kind of observing and saying, are you sure that you're good enough? I think that, you know, putting yourself out there and telling your truth of who you are and what your business is going to deliver and what your promises to your clients is a big thing. It's taking a risk, is to get naked in front of an audience and say, this is me, what do you think? And it's a little bit scary. And I think that's why a lot of people choose to ignore it for quite a while. Personally, I think it's a mistake. Your brand reflects your identity. Your brand will be experienced not just in your profile picture on social media, not just in your logo, but in anything that you do. So blog posts, the way you interact with your customers, um, the way you present yourself, the way you um, go to networking events, um, the way anything, 
your brand's everywhere. Once you've established it, it's everywhere. And you, you want, particularly at the moment, guys, in the middle of a pandemic where everyone's gone online, you know, whether you are a language tutor, trainer, coach, or a translator, or a transcriber, or an interpreter, a lot of us, until COVID, played kind of in the background. We had our own personal clients, we worked for language schools, we worked for an agency, everything was fairly well established. And then suddenly, the game changed, the rules changed, and we all had to adapt and pivot our businesses accordingly. And what happened is we all went online because that's the only place where we could be visible. So suddenly everyone is shouting online, come to me for French lessons, come to me with conversational business English lessons, come to me with um, book translation, come to me with you know, your um, website translation. So there is a crowd and that's an issue, that's a challenge that we can't ignore. So how do you stand out? in that crowd well you're going to have to present yourself with firm intention and you can only do that if you have a good brand i'm sure you've heard lots of times that people buy on emotions and not logic well that's what a brand is doesn't it it appeals to your emotions. Now, an example from our mastermind group last month, one of the ladies said that there is a handbag brand made in Germany that she really likes. She likes them because um, they're not in your face. It's a very discreet brand, but it's really high quality with a very high price tag. And she loves um, how they talk about themselves. She clearly loves uh, the design of the handbags and what they're made of and the quality that they are and represent. But she said that that brand really um, caught her eye because um, they, they're not your big Gucci bags that everyone will know if you come out and go out with it that you've paid a few hundred pounds for with a massive um, um, you know, brand visible on the handbag right at the front. And so this lady explained why this is a brand that she was attracted to and that she ended up buying um, from on a regular basis. Wasn't it interesting that we've all um, realized and we all observed in our group that actually that's very much how this lady is. I've known her for a while. She is highly professional in all that she does in the language industry, but she's also very discreet. She's not in your face. She's your very classy kind of lady who only talks when she has something important to say. She's not a chatterbox, um, but everything that she does is um, kind of high quality. So we all smiled and thought, hmm, there you go. Look at this. That brand persona is so aligned to you. And that's why you love it. This 
handbag brand is like you. Think about this. Think about one or two brands that you really like. Anything, you know, from phone to your little green grocer down the road. Think about brands you love to buy from. When you spend your money with them, it feels like second nature. There's never a doubt that it was the right kind of money to spend in the right place. Think about them. What do you perceive when you think about those brands? Can you just write down words that come to you? Be spontaneous here, don't overthink it. And if this brand was a person, what kind of person would it be? And would you like to hang around with this brand? Try to spend a little bit of time doing this. It is quite a powerful exercise. It's a powerful exercise because through your brand, you reflect your own person and your own promise. Your brand will be all about the promise that you make to your customers, the kind of results that you are going to get for them, the kind of person that you are going to be along um, that customer journey that they're going to have with you. And that's why it's so important to think about it. You know, you have time then to think about your logo and your colors, all the bits that we call brand elements. They are absolutely crucial, but once they're out there, they're out there. And yes, you can change them in a few years time, but you, you know, you don't particularly want to change your branding too often because that wouldn't be perceived very well by your audience. There's a clear lack of consistency here, which I believe would be seen as totally unprofessional, or you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going, who wants to buy from a brand like that? I changed my branding after 12 years of running um, the Vici Language Academy, and it was the right time to do so. I loved, still love, both logos, um, but, when we moved to modern new premises last year, it was time to freshen up our branding um, because we wanted a slightly different persona. We wanted a slightly different brand perception. So we wanted to move away from the whole um, academy um, um, but private school kind of look to a more fresh and modern look. So why don't you spend some time thinking about this? How do you want your client to perceive your brand? What are the words that come to you in that instance? You may also want to ask people around you, people you trust, people who know you, what they see when they when they see you ask them to be kind but 
there could be elements of your personality that you don't really see or you never thought could be put forward to be an inclusive part of your branding. I really want to encourage you to do all this work before you start to work on the collars and the logos and you know the new website. Your brand promise is crucial. How are people perceiving you? What is that uh, brand persona? What's that person like for your own branding? Again, guys, you want to present yourself with firm intentions to say to people, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is therefore the kind of customers that I would like to work with. Is this you? What brand do you want to have that is going to be so relatable to the people you would love to work with? So have a think about all this and please don't be afraid to put yourself out there, go out there with intention, with your beautiful smile, with colors that are you, with a tagline that means something to you, because this is what will make you unique in what has become a very crowded industry. I hope that this has helped. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Business for Language Professionals. If you'd like to know more about how I may be able to help you, perhaps that's attending my monthly online networking event, being part of my private Facebook group, receiving my email newsletter, or even spending some one-to-one time with me, then please just drop me a line. Hello at nataliedanon.co.uk. Thanks again.